0: Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible, which is so important because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions... You can be matched to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It is so easy to get signed up. There's a link in the show notes. It's betterhelp.com forward slash her That's betterhelp.com forward slash herpursuit And clicking that link not only supports this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off of your first month so that you can connect with a therapist and see if this helps you. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kason, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to share a simple five-minute Bible study method that you can use to get into the Word and study it whenever you can, whenever you have a minute. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get sucked into the lie that if I don't have like an hour and a half to study and spend time with God, then I just shouldn't even worry about doing what I can. You know, don't worry about five minutes. Five minutes isn't going to matter. That is like the biggest lie that the enemy gets me to believe sometimes, and so I want to challenge that lie today. Let's challenge it. And let's decide to do what we can and bring God what we have. You know, maybe you set out to do 20, 30 minutes of quiet time and studying scripture. And then the baby wakes up or a kid comes running in. And then I I tend to just be like, forget it. Okay, I just, I can't do this. You know, and then I start to spiral into that. I can never do anything. I never have time to do this. There's, There's never any time where it's quiet and peaceful. And so... Let's just decide, let's commit to spending at least five minutes a day or less, whatever you can do, reading our Bibles and letting the truth of Scripture wash over us. Whenever I tell myself that I don't have time for something, I always ask myself, well, do I have five minutes? Can I spend five minutes doing this thing? Can I take five minutes to get into the Word? And this method that we're going to talk about can take you A couple minutes, or it can be long and drawn out. It really is up to you and the amount of time you have and how deep you want to dig and how much time you want to spend in the Word. So first, before we get started, before I share it with you, I want to share something with you. For the longest time, I relied on other people's interpretation of the Bible. And here's what I mean by that. Whether it be on Sunday morning, sitting, listening to the preacher, or in a Bible study that I was in, um, Bible study guides and Bible teachers, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. All of those things and people, in theory, point us to truth and help us to understand God's word, right? And I think that's part of spiritual growth: is we take what someone says, or we hear something about Scripture, we hear truth, and then we decide for ourselves how God is speaking to us and how we should apply it. And so we evaluate the information that we're given, right? And implement it however we see fit in our lives, however we feel convicted to do so. But there were some things that kept me from going to scripture for myself. There were a couple reasons, actually. And I'm going to share those with you because maybe you can relate. Number one, I was overwhelmed by the amount of scripture in the Bible. That's something I struggle with in general when I'm presented with a lot of anything. But when I'm presented with a lot of information, my flesh responds with like shutdown mode and my brain kind of shuts down. I don't know if you can relate to that. So that's one reason why I avoided going to the Bible because it's so big, it's so overwhelming. Where do I start? What do I do? How, you know, it's so many questions and so much unknown and it's really intimidating. The second lie that I believed or I guess the truth that I didn't believe was that God would speak to me. I didn't believe that God would speak to me. I'm just, I'm just me. I'm just Kaysen. I'm just an average, everyday person. Like, I'm just a mom. I didn't go to seminary. Like, I, d- I just didn't believe that God would speak to me. I I just don't, and you probably don't think about yourself when you think about Bible characters and they seem to be like these really popular, well-known stories and things in the Bible. And we just don't place ourselves in those positions and those in that person's shoes. But the truth is they were just ordinary people too, like Moses and Esther and Mary. Like most of the people in the Bible that these stories are about are just kind of people doing, minding their own business, doing their things in everyday life, like David, you know, pretty much all of them. But I didn't believe God would speak to me. So I was scared. I was scared to go to the Bible. I was scared to open the Bible because what if God doesn't speak? What if I don't feel like I got anything from it? What if I don't, number three, understand? That was another reason why I didn't go to scripture. I didn't believe I was smart enough to understand scripture on my own. I felt like that I needed someone to interpret it for me and to to show me what it means and tell me what it means. And so I again didn't go to seminary. I was scared that I wouldn't be able to. Like, it almost seems like what is that movie that's got? Oh, I'm blanking, but it's got, it's about this museum and they're trying to crack all these codes and things. I can't really remember what it's called. Maybe you're remembering, but it's like the Bible sometimes seems like this code to me that I have to crack and decipher all these symbols. And, you know, then we go here and then we go there and we have to understand this before we can understand that. And it really does sometimes, at least for me, Seem really complicated and it feels really complicated and hard to decipher. And so I didn't believe I was smart enough to understand scripture. I didn't believe that God would speak to me and I was just overwhelmed by the amount of scripture in the Bible. So if you relate to any of those things, this method it will really, really help because it has helped me to just go to scripture and it's very very simple and to the point And you, you'll see whenever we get into it. Okay, so here we go. There's four steps to this method. And they're really easy to remember. And they're, like I said, they're very straightforward. Number one is you have your scripture, right? Number one is to read scripture, read a short passage of the Bible, read some verses, read whatever it is, And then you can either read it or you can write it down. Some people write verses of the Bible each day or how when when they study scripture, they'll do scripture writing. But read or write out scripture. That's the first thing. The second thing is you're going to make observations about the scripture. What do you notice about the verses? What's the main point of the verses? What key truths are tucked into the scripture, this passage that you've read? What verses or words or ideas are jumping out at you? And you can think about these things, but just remember there's so much power in putting pen to paper and actually writing things down. So keep a journal and write write down what you study if you can and if you want to. So we've made our observations after reading our scripture. The third third thing is application. This step is where we ask God how he wants us to apply the verse or the scripture, the passage to our own lives. How does this impact or influence my day-to-day life and my season? What is one practical step that I can take in light of the scripture I've just read and the truth that I've just been reminded of? So that's how we apply the scripture to our lives. And then the fourth step is to pray. You pray thanking God for the truth that you've read, for his character. Pray for yourself to implement this truth. You can pray for other people, but just spending some time in prayer. And that's it. It's really that simple. One, two, three, four. There's four steps. And you may have heard of this method before. It's referred to as the SOAP method. So it's really, really easy to remember. And if you're like an orders person, you, I mean, there's nothing special, I don't think, about the order. It just kind of logically makes sense that you would read scripture first. So that's the S, scripture. O is observation. A is application, and P is prayer. So we're reading scripture, we're making observations, we're pulling out truths, and then we're applying it to our lives, figuring out how to apply it to our lives and what steps we can take, and then we spend time in prayer. And so this is a really good starting point. If you're just wanting to dive into the Bible alone or maybe with a group of friends, but you kind of getting into the word on your own, maybe if you've come to your quiet time and you open up your Bible and you're like, "Uh, don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to read this, where to read. I'd, what do I do after I read it? And obviously there's no right or wrong way to do that. But this is just a really helpful five-minute method you can use that really will not take that long unless you want to dig in deeper, unless you have the time. Then you can spend however long you want reading and observing and applying and praying. And like we said, it's a really simple way to just get into the word for ourselves, open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit and say, God, I'm here. This is what I have. I'm bringing what I can. What are you saying? What does your word say? What do you want to say to me? And so I really love this method because it gives you some loose structure and a little bit of guidance, but how you fill in each section is completely up to you. That's going to be individual, um, For each person for each one of us. So the soap method is scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And I know that going to the Bible and reading the Bible can be intimidating. It is intimidating. It it is a lot to kind of dive in. And I'm a plan girl. I love to have a plan. I love steps. And I feel like the soap method is a really easy way to kind of just dive in or get back into the word if you've been wanting to prioritize that again this year. So Let me know if you've heard of the soap method. Let me know if you already use the soap method. Let me know if you're going to try it. And I hope that this has been helpful and encouraging. If it has, would you take a second to leave a review on Apple podcast? Let me know why you listen each week. Let me know what you enjoy about the show. This encourages me. Yes, but it also helps other moms find the show. And so when you do that, you're essentially partnering with me in this mission of spreading the message and making resources like this available to other moms and free downloads and all sorts of things. And I just can't do that alone. I want to spread this message. I want to share things with the world and I need your help. I need for you to come alongside me and help me to do that. So when you rate the rate, the show and review the show, it really does help way more than, you know, It has a huge impact. So thank you so much for those of you who have already done that. And if you haven't, just take a second and scroll all the way down wherever you're listening, leave a review. And you never know, I might read it on the show. I love to read those out from time to time. So I hope that this encouraged you. Have a great week. Have fun in the word. I'm excited to hear what you're learning and what you're growing in. And I'll see you back here next week, friend.